yesterday I had to go have the amniotic membrane put on my right eye to try to help heal my eye from the severe dry eye issues that I have. No drops work. Nothing works. And eight o'clock at night is not the most opportune time to find out that you're having a reaction to the silicone and the contact lenses now and you can't take it out yourself. Your eye is swollen shut. There are no numbing drops sold over the counter. NCAS, HEDS, POTS, the gift, the gifts just keep coming. I don't know about you, but I, I know I've got all of these comorbidities. I know that so much comes with HEDS, and I know that there are books that I can read. But I've got a book on breathing. I've got my CPT book that I'm still working on. I've got a nose breathing thing. I've got all of these things that I need to read, and that overwhelms me. I've got to read about my posture. I've got to read about the effects of, of the feed. And the, I mean, there's so many things. And I, I mean, you're born, you're slapped on the rear end, life starts, everything's good to go. You breathe, you walk, you learn to talk. I mean, things happen. There are no instructor courses for walking. It's just something your parents are you know, supposed to be able to just share with you and you do. Now I am having to learn all of these things about my body. I don't want to read a lot of things because there are no cures for them. So I just want to manage them and go on my merry way. Sadly, there's a lot of investigating that you have to do on your own, I guess, to find out how to make these comorbidities that pop up, you know, POTS, MCAS, all that stuff, you know, the histamine diet. There's all these things that you can do so that you don't have a problem living with them. The problem is I didn't know that I had a problem with these things until now. Yes, I all of a sudden developed an allergic-like reaction to aspirin that put me in the hospital. Just told me I could never take NSAIDs or aspirin again, and I probably uh, you know, should definitely avoid them because I wouldn't probably breathe the next time I did so. They didn't investigate. I just quit taking aspirin and NSAIDs developed allergies to food, steak, pizza, chocolate. No reason to investigate. You deal with it. Walking through the grocery store aisle one day, and I swear I could smell the corn in the can. Not being able to breathe 
when my husband puts on his spray arid deodorant. All of these things in life that affected me, but I didn't put a name to it. I didn't realize that it was anything I could do something about or be worried about. I just developed these odd allergies since giving birth. And to find out that you can no longer have a contact lens in your eye that you had months before is just beyond me. So on top of dealing with the pain and all of this, I'm dealing with my eye. and Or both of my eyes, but right now it's my right eye. It was all I could do. I could not push through this. I have to be able to pick up my son in an hour. So do I go and do paperwork, make phone calls, or do I lie down and not move so I can use that energy to go pick up my child? I have been dealing with the pain for over two years. Just the pain. I didn't realize that taking a hot shower would take me out of commission. I didn't realize that's why I was getting sick was because of the hot showers. See, that's the problem. I don't read about any of these things because I just figure I've dealt with them all my life. They haven't taken me out of commission. If there's no cure for it and I've been managing, I'll just deal with things as they pop up. Sadly, things are popping up a lot more frequently than I would like. It's been hours of me just lying here flat on my back to get up the ability to do the podcast. I spoke with a friend of mine. She's getting ready to go away. Uh, she's got EDS. She's flying. Uh, Allie. She's, we, we've had her on before. Allie Geely's. And she's flying here and flying there and going and taking care of her mother. She's down a little bit because she's been doing bake sales and doing all these things, getting ready for Christmas, helping individuals, volunteering. And I was speaking with her and she said, you sound like it is all you can do to get the words out. You sound completely done. And I haven't been doing bake sales, volunteering, anything like that. I'm just dealing with the aftermath of whatever pain I had yesterday. And then the pain that has come along with my eye. To it's somehow affecting my entire body. Took a hot shower, took me out. Stuff like that never bothered me before. It did 
but I was able to roll with it. I didn't know what it was. I honestly didn't think the hot shower is what made me sick. Now that I know these little triggers and stuff that I have, I feel like (laughs) it's like power of suggestion because I've heard that a hot shower can make you feel bad and you're going to have to lie down for a little while after. I feel like I've put that into my head. So it's my fault that I've gone down. That's how this illness affects me. That's what happens. I feel like because I've put it in my head that I have made myself sick. That sounds stupid. I know it's not true. But I can't believe that I've been working on getting rid of the pain for so long that to be taken down by a reaction to whatever my body's going through, I mean, it's, it's actual... Uh, like a flu. Uh, it's it's like my eyes infected or something and it's a reaction and it's going down into my body. It's like this, uh, it, it, it's, it's weird. It's, you, you, I couldn't lie down because the pressure changed in my eye. So that affects, you know, the contact lens. So I was having a problem sitting up yesterday So I couldn't actually sit up in the bed. So I was kind of leaning on my right side a little bit, keeping my head turned from the light of the TV because my eye was just constantly watering and pushing my neck forward, trying to stop the pain from sitting because I couldn't lie down And that's how it was all night long. And it's like today my body has just given up. (laughs) It's like, all right, you survived the night. This is it. You're done. And I don't like that feeling. This new pain that is in my upper back, I don't know why it's there. I don't know where it's come from. But it's a miserable kind of pain. I, I question is this just can't be my new existence. This just can't be. I just refuse to let this be. I'm looking at this as like a mini flare, maybe. No, I'm not I'm not even giving a name. I don't want to justify it. I just want this miserable down feeling to disappear. Just go away. I know that it takes six weeks for your fascia to heal after an accident, after an incident of some sort. I have no idea how long it takes my body to heal after you've had adhesions released and things like that. I know that that's why you end up getting a flu-like feeling sometimes when you work on your fascia. It it, it, it helps release the toxins and things like that. 
but it's been days since my last session and I haven't felt up to working on my fashion myself. So this is just the other illnesses that I have, I guess, rearing their ugly heads to make life just a little bit more difficult. I would cry, but then that would wet the gauze on my eye, and then I'd have this nasty, <laughs> ooh, I just thought of something, I can't say that, but that, yeah, I just thought of your, oh, I don't think I've had a period in months, I keep forgetting, so I have to go on record, it is December, I know I haven't had a period, September, October, November, maybe even July, July, August, I need to be able to make it six months, so then I guess I could be in menopause, because it's just got to happen, right? I've been waiting and I get teased. And when I went for my last mammogram, they're like, oh, that reminds me. I've got a call about my breast MRI. I have to do that. The last one I had, it subluxed my shoulder. So I can't do that one again. Oh, goodness gracious. I've got to schedule for that. And that's for, for the breast cancer. Forgot that. So many things that I need to do. And when you remember those things, when you're flat on your back, it just adds to the stress of all the other to-dos that you haven't quite yet gotten to. So stress doesn't make it any better. And then I was trying to assess the pain in my upper back. And one of my biggest fears is that hump, that hump that you get in your upper back when you get older. And my husband's always going around, posture, posture, you know, you know, because of my, you know, don't want to, you know, get that hump little thing. But I know it has to do with you know, the osteoporosis. Oh gosh, have I taken my, I haven't taken my monthly bill from my bones. Wow. I so many things. No wonder I'm falling apart. But with the osteoporosis and all that, and the pina and, and I worry about the hump. And I was looking in the mirror and I said, oh my gosh, my shoulders, I see a hump. What am I going to do? And I was like, that's got to be from lying in the bed and propping my head up. And I'm, I'm in fear now of, you know, I love my lady lumps, but that's not a lump that I want. And <laughs> I, I, I'm concerned because I've always been focused on my posture shoulders back but even putting my shoulders back I still feel like I see that hump and I'm afraid that's from lying in the bed and it's just freaking me out and that's the only relief I get is from lying in the bed and then you prop yourself up and you watch mindless television because just having to think about the illness just talking about it sometimes just becomes mind-numbing and you just need to escape. So I look for guilty television. That's why I watch all those little ridiculous shows. It's mindless television. And I mean to watch somebody get upset because they're on an island of 20 people to meet their soulmate and they know they've watched the previous shows they know that they're going to bring in the ringer for you on the last day after you've made that commitment 
and now you've got to decide. I've spent seven days with this person, and now the person that I fell in love with through their Instagram account just walked down those stairs, and he was going to be the love of my life, but he was seven days too late, and now I'm with Will. How can I get to him? Because I've lost seven days of pining for him because I was falling in love with Will. But now the man of my dreams through Instagram has just shown up. How can I disconnect and go to that one? That kind of drama is fun for me. I know that it's a horrible experience. I am not laughing at what seems like a very simple, ridiculous thing to be upset about because in the moment, in all of that, it is a lot. It is a lot. And this illness, just like life, affects each of us differently. And whereas one person may flip you off and cuss you up one side and down the other and chase you because you cut them off, on the interstate, whereas another person will be like, oh, I'll just let them in. I, maybe they're having a bad day. I'll just let them on in. Not a big deal. They didn't cut me off. I mean, each person can look at life through different glasses. And that's the way this illness is. Each comorbidity affects each of us differently. And I'm embarrassed and saddened by the fact that this one took me down. Truck ran over my foot. I went and taught aerobics. I walked on the cast so much it broke. My son broke my nose. I couldn't breathe for six weeks with my face straight ahead, so I had to tilt my head back. That's how I drove to work every day, but I didn't miss a day of work. I broke my arm on a Sunday, my first day off in three months. I go snowboarding. Remember, no six-foot-one woman with no balance belongs on a board going down a mountain of snow the very first time break my arm in three places and I'm at work on Monday with ice doing my job. Today, I'm taken down by something. And that's embarrassing to me. That's defeating for me. It's a disappointment for me. I don't stop. I don't quit. I don't accept no.
That was then. Now at 53, I I don't, I can't, I do I want the old me back. I'm sorry. Remember, I, 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 I just, I just open the mic and start talking and I don't know where I'm going and I'm not fishing for compliments. I'm not fishing for sympathy. I'm not trying to be a martyr. I'm just trying to share so I don't feel alone. And so that if there is someone else out there that is alone and is feeling this way, I just want you to know you're not. I don't want the young and dumb me. I want the old and dumb me. But this is a fight that I don't feel that I... It's not like I don't have the will to fight in me anymore. I just can't seem to do it. Like right now, I, I, I don't know why these new pains are coming up. I feel like it's pain trying to leave my body. I'm trying new things and, and you know, I, I can feel my body changing. I know that when I had the big adhesions released in my legs, it took three weeks, three weeks of mad, mad pain. And then it just went away. And there's a part of me thinking that these adhesions on my left hip, if my my thought process is correct. If it is damaged fascia from when I was born with a clubbed foot and over time builds up and builds up, that's many years of adhesed fascia. And that would make sense, the pain that I am feeling. Doesn't make it hurt any less, but it would explain. And that's making me think that maybe that means <laughs> that pain-free moment or that less pain-free moment is on its way. For whatever reason, the ability to push through has escaped me. I hope to get it back. Maybe not. Maybe I need to develop a new uh, a, a new a new plan. You know, my old way got me through when I needed it. But maybe this isn't something I'm supposed to push through. Maybe this is something that I need to embrace and learn and, and understand it 
So maybe I can try to prevent it from happening. Or maybe I can lessen the disappointment in myself (laughs) when and if it happens again. It's not my fault that I had a reaction to a contact lens being on my eye. It's not my fault that my body is reacting this way. But it's hard to not feel like a failure and it's hard to not feel like a waste of space when you finally accept it and then your family comes home and they're now doing the laundry around you. They're cleaning up. They're fixing food. They're doing the things that you would have done while you just lie there. And then all of that convincing that you did to Get out of the funk and the disappointment that you built up comes rushing back. Again, a vicious cycle with this illness. At at least for me. That's that's just how it's been for me. Excuse me. <coughs> See? Fighting. I, my, uh, drainage. Been fighting drainage. Something I haven't had to deal with for years. But now that my lymphatic system is working, dealing with it. I'm excited because I feel like maybe that means my body is now circulating. I'm percolating. I mean, imagine having an old-fashioned coffee pot and the percolator not percolating and Well, you're going to get a bum cup of coffee. So I've got to figure out how to get my insides to percolate properly. So I'm not operating with a kink in my body. And I've got to learn how to operate my body without the kinks there anymore. I need to learn maybe what to stay away from so that I don't trigger some of these issues. Like I said, I've been able (laughs) to, to manage. But for whatever reason, now they're taking me down. A hot shower didn't used to take me down. Why all of a sudden now does a hot shower? take me down. And and now this is what made me just realize I was talking with a friend earlier and I had to put her off because I said, I think I'm going to be sick. I just realized I had just gotten out of a hot shower. I didn't realize it. This is something that's that's going to pass. It's passing as I'm I'm speaking with you now. I'm I'm not 
going to allow this to take me completely down. I'm just not going to do it. As long as I can't hurt myself, I'm going to keep trying to push through. But I would like to be at a part in my life where I'm not having to push through. It, it, it's embarrassing for me, you know, for my family to see me down yet again. It's like my son's used to coming in and, and I mean, I, I was in the dark and he's coming in to tell me goodbye for school. I mean, it's common now. You know, my husband's, you know, trying to bring me food in bed and I'm like, no, I don't want to eat in the bed. I've got to get up. I, 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 I can't keep living my life like this. And then I, I don't want to be accommodated by being in bed. I don't want food brought to me. I, I, I want to make myself get up. I definitely need to figure out what's changing in my body. I would like to think that this is just a compounded effect maybe of the big fascial releases, the problem with my eye, starting breath work, trying to take care of, of the home, trying to take care of me. I, I'm, I'm trying to just put in my head that this is just a momentary lapse, just a, a little setback that you are going to bounce right back from. A few of my issues are fascial issues that I need to address. The rest, I, I just don't know where to start. Say you don't take a hot shower. You don't take aspirin. You don't walk in to the room when somebody's spraying deodorant. All easy things to avoid. But there are some things that I don't know are triggers. Actually, there's a lot of things. And I don't know how to avoid what I don't know is a trigger. And to have my fascia appointment and then my husband knows, okay, you're going to be down for like the next day or so because this was a bad one. And then in that next day or so, I'm feeling better. And then I go and have my eye done. And then my husband comes home to my eye watering, I'm not able to lie down, I can't be in the light. So he left for work with me one way to come home to me in a different way. And I went from being up, wrapping presents, trying to get something to eat, back to being bedridden. 
I would just like to be able to give the gift, not to me, but to my family. A day of not having to deal with my illness. That's the gift I'd like to give to them. (laughs) I could send them away on vacation and they wouldn't have to worry about me. But it would be so nice if a simple procedure like putting this amniotic membrane on my eye, which has been done several times before with no problems until recently. It would be nice for me to have a simple procedure and to have no reaction. That's, that's the one thing I like to give my family. I have so much more that's in my head, but you know, I think I'll just leave it at that. Of course, I'm worried about a hump on my back. I'm worried about what's happening to my eye. I'm worried that the pain is going to come back like it was yesterday to the point that it was unbearable and I couldn't be around my family because I couldn't stand up long enough. That's going to all be in the back of my head. But I want to be able... I, I... I, I, I haven't been able to fake it. And, and normally I can push through and fake it. And I just couldn't. So I, I would like to be able to give the gift of... I'd like to be able to give a gift of no health concern, worries, and stuff for Christy today to my family. That's all. I'll keep dealing with it in the back of my head. But let me just be able to fake it. And maybe if I fake it long enough, it will happen. Just let me be able to do the laundry so my husband doesn't have to. Let me just get these things done. Let me be able to be standing when my husband comes home. guess that's it yeah I just uh, (laughs) I I I just didn't realize how badly all of these other things affected me is it getting rid of the majority of the pain now all these other things start coming it's like rising to the top. (laughs) It's, you know, it's like my body is one big pimple and you have put a hot rag on my body and pulled out the surface infection. And now we're getting to the deep pus and infection and pulling it out of my body. I just wish it would all come out so I could give 
my family a worry-free day. That's what I'd like to do. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you coming back. Got some interviews coming up. I look forward to your messages, and I hope you're doing well. Thank you for letting me share. We'll see how things are tomorrow. I I can't wait. Go find something ridiculous to watch on television. Just know you're not alone. I thank you for being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.